Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Let's get into the words. So, uh, we've started talking about embracing revival. Uh, what do you remember from the Sunday sermon? I know you preached it at somewhere. Oh, because you were in a <laughs> visiting preacher, a visiting, a minister. visiting minister. So embracing revival, and we are talking about the pattern, pattern. Yeah. the pattern of embracing revival, which is praying, praying. Preaching, preaching, pastoring, pastoring and planting. planting. Praying, praying, preaching, pastoring, pastoring, planting, it starts with praying. Yeah. If anything is going to come out of you, it's going to come out of you praying or mm. after praying, or something prayer-related. Yeah. If you come out and start doing mighty works without prayer, you'll be the first one, and you will really overturn the heavenly order. Like, we will need to write books about you. Yeah. Now, here is an encouragement for you. Don't try, because it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we see that that's been the pattern. It starts with God. God is the author and the finisher Finish of our, our faith. faith. And whatever he does, it starts with him. He's yeah. one who calls people to himself and reveals himself to them. Yes. And then things start happening. Yes. The Bible says Noah found grace mm. in the eyes, in the of, eyes God. of the Lord. Mm. Uh, and without him finding grace with God, he would not build the ark. And so yes. everything we read about him, it's because it started with God. Yeah. In the beginning... God created the heavens. It starts with God. It's always starts with God. God came and spoke to Abraham. Now God, the Lord had said to Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, get out of your country, out of your family, out of all the familiar places that are going to kill you. He calls you out because he wants to speak to you. Isn't it amazing that sometimes God doesn't speak to you when you're in the crowd? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, think about it. God his first instructions to Abraham was to get out. get out. It's like, until you get out, I'm not going to say anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people, they are insisting, God, talk to me now. Here. Here, where I am in this relationship that is not <laughs> appropriate. Not talk to me now in this. Yeah. While I'm stealing, go wherever it is mm. with this group of people. Or it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Usually, if God likes you enough to, st- okay, like He loves all of us, but yeah. to to take you on a journey, usually the first instruction is to separate yeah, you. Separate yourself. Yeah. So then He can talk to you. Yeah. Because God doesn't usually, especially when He's giving original instructions for something fresh and something new, yeah. He doesn't usually talk to a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. When God spoke to Noah, he didn't talk to Noah and his sons. And his no, he didn't call for a family wife. meeting and say, Noah, <laughs> gather your children, then yeah. I'll talk to you. Yeah. That's not what happened. Even for Moses as well. Yeah. Moses, he first was isolated. Yeah. He had to get out of Egypt from the familiar. He yeah. went to Jethro's place. He was there 40 years. Now, yeah. by the time of, uh, 40 years are done, there is no hope that you're going to do anything. <laughs> 
you, yeah. you're planning for retirement. Yeah. And then God spoke to him and things started happening. So, I see that pattern. Speaking to Moses, mm. David had to get out of his family yes. environment and went to serve in Saul's palace. palace yeah. And even when he was in, in his family environment, he was always was away, away from, from the, the family, family most of the time. Yeah. So, Jesus... Yes. He had to go away for 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Because his, the Spirit led, led him, him into, the, into wilderness. the wilderness. Paul, 14 years yeah. in the Arabian desert, yeah. without much contact with, with, with people, much else, all the other people we know. So, it seems to be a pattern mm. that's in Scripture. Yeah. That when God is going to use a person a certain way, he puts them aside and he starts talking to them. Tell us a bit more about that. As, as, as you are speaking, I just remembered that the testimony you've shared of your encounter with God when, when you picked up that devotion of my utmost for, for his highest and, and how you started reading it and before you knew it, you were just in, in a rare presence of God that kept you sleeping on the floor for for two years, close to two years. Mm. And I was thinking about it that, that most of the people um, that I've had used by God have those encounters, times when God just separates you and starts doing an internal work, yeah, yeah. starts having like a personal sort of like revival on the inside of you mm. and bathing something that is going to flow to change generations that's what came to my mind as as you are speaking about the biblical examples yeah. i just remembered your story yeah and in fact i was reminded about that this evening as 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 i was preparing that revival is first of all personal yeah before it becomes public mm -hmm. yeah every every public revival was first of all personal, personal. yeah william Seymour was praying by himself, by himself. Before everyone came to that house where it started, then they moved to Azusa Street. Yeah. Uh, name it. Uh, John Wesley. It was yes. personal. Yeah. Before it was public. Before it was public. All, all these people, Evan Roberts in Wells, it was personal before it was public. Uh, even the East African Revival, it's pointed to certain yeah, individuals. Certain individuals. Yeah, Joe Joy Church, Church uh, 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 Simeon and Bambi and others. It was personal before it became public. public. Mike Brin asks a question. If everyone was like you, would we be in revival? revival? Yeah. If everyone was praying like you, would we be in revival? If everyone was preaching like you, would we be in revival? If everyone was pastoring like you, would we be in revival? If everyone was planting like you, which for most people is nothing, would we be in revival? Those are pertinent questions we must ask. If everyone was not sharing the link like you, would we be in revival? Yeah. If everyone was not attending MC like you, would we be in revival? If everyone was not going for flip prayer meeting like you, would, would we, we be in revival? revival? If everyone was not attending season 21 meetings like you, would we, would we be in revival? revival? If everyone was not fasting, eating during season 21 like you, Eesh. would we be in revival? 
yeah, because you have to ask the ridiculous in order for sense to reach certain quarters. But the point is, if everyone was like you, would we be in revival? If everyone was giving like, like you, would we be in revival? The way you give, does your if everyone was giving like you, would we be building churches? Mm. Hallelujah. He's worthy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. I send greetings to the location pastors. <laughs> we receive the greetings. So, revival is, first of all, personal before it can become public. And sometimes revival takes a long time to come. Yeah. Yeah, as the personal journey is still what? Ongoing. ongoing. Yeah. Moses' personal journey was 40 years. 40 years. Then revival came. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for ease and acceleration. Mm. Paul's well, journey was 14 years. In. Yeah. You could say Jesus started working on the journey from the mm. moment he was Childhood. born. 30 years, then revival came. So people want it now. It's like, I got saved yesterday. Bring the bring next the dead revival. person. You know. <laughs> Would we be in revival? So you reminded me of that story. There is some details that I was thinking about this evening. Hmm. So, um, you know, first of all, what was the last year? What was the last year of the last millennium? Nineteen ninety-nine. No. It, then it would be a millennium. A millennium is not ninety-nine years. A millennium is is not one thousand. It's not nine hundred ninety-nine years. Hey, How long is a millennium? It's two thousand years. Mm. Or rather, thousand years. years. So the first millennium of the, of the new dispensation after Christ, A.D., was, was the year 1000. Yeah. The second millennium ended the year? 2000. On what date? It can't be 31st. 31st December, oh, 2000. Is it the last date of the year? Yes, of the year 2000. Yeah. So, so when was the when was the last when did the millennium end? Thirty first December nineteen ninety nine. No. Two thousand. Thirty first December nineteen ninety nine is one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine years completed. So it's not yet a millennium. First December two thousand. First December. First January two thousand. Sorry. <laughs> wow. When, when did 2021 end? The year 2021, when did it end? It ended on 31st December. Okay. So, 2021. Okay. Uh, the, the decade, the last decade, ended uh, 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 in, uh, in what year? 2020. 2020. Yes. In what month? December. On what date? 31st December. Okay. So, when did the new decade begin? 
on 1st Jan 2021. Okay. You are taking it too seriously. <laughs> Oh my God, it's straightforward. <laughs> the new decade began 1st January 2021. Yeah. When did the new century or new millennium begin? 1st January 2001. 1st <laughs> <laughs> January 2001. Yeah, that's the beginning of the new century and the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense now? Yes, it does. You know, Everyone is confused by Y2K phenomenon, so they think <laughs> that the millennium ended in 1999. No, it ended in 2000. Mm. Mm. The last day of, of 2000, 2000, which is December 31st, was the last day of the of old, the millennium. old millennium. So we are now living in the third millennium mm-hmm. of our Lord Jesus. Which began on 1st January 2001. Now, that's the exact date I had my encounter with God. Wow. Yeah. Now, but here is what's interesting about it. So, I'd got this um, devotional from home, from the village. Mm -hmm. I'd brought a Bible dictionary and other interesting stuff. I borrowed some music from my brother and had entered the place of a board I was living in illegally and <laughs> I put on some music and I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went to bed. I slept. I not slept, but I entered my bed mm-hmm. ready to be, ready to sleep because uh, those sophisticated music systems of those days you could put a timer so that as, as to when it will go off by itself. Mm-hmm. Now, that's when the Holy Spirit reminded me that you are supposed to be getting organized with your spiritual life because I'd gone through a spell of chaos and dryness. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that's when the Holy Spirit reminds me, hey, you got the devotional, the idea is to read your Bible every day of the year. Now, the day one, January 1st, you are in bed, you haven't... You haven't... You haven't read? That's called an invitation. Mm -hmm. Now, that's when I got up and picked the devotional and started reading it. And as I was reading it, everything changed in the room. I think that was a a really watershed moment for me in my spirit. I'd never experienced anything like that. I just, you know, everything changed. I was reading this. I don't know what was in the book, but suddenly I got an overwhelming sense of the love of God, of the presence of God. And then I started crying uncontrollably and weeping mm. on, on the carpet in the room. And I just trying to pray. Yeah. But it was like a really wonderful moment. 
something yeah. indescribable in human terms. Yeah. And then it went on and went on and went on and then I slept. And when I woke up the next morning, I was on the carpet. So from that time, I started going out in the mornings to pray. Mm -hmm. I'd wake up about maybe 5.30 or 6 and go to the space between our two halls of residence. Nkurma hall on the upper side and Sibira hall on the lower side. There were some nooks there. I would go there and just spend some time praying in the mornings. And then I would come back to my room uh, because that happened when, during holiday, but when holiday ended, my roommate came back. Yes. So I would always have to come back when he has woken up in order for me to switch on the light to read my Bible. So I started reading my Bible. Now I'm telling this story in detail to tell you that it wasn't enough to have the intention. It wasn't enough for the invitation from God to be there. If I'd ignored the Holy Spirit and stayed in my bed and said, no, 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 no. I'll read tomorrow. tomorrow. I don't think that I'll have experienced what I experienced. Wow. Now, the other thing is that the one-time experience wasn't the one to write down for the rest, for the rest of, of life. life. Mm. No, no, no. I, 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 the experience... It's a bit like God comes and lights your fire and he expects you to maintain it. Yeah. He will not keep putting the logs for you. For you. Mm. That part, you have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But he gives you enough grace to start you off. Yeah. So when I had that experience, then I started praying in the morning, started reading my Bible. Uh, at that time, we had just started Come Alive Ministries. Yeah. It had begun on 1st December 2000. So just 30, 30 days, days before. before. Now that's when everything took off. People joined. We went for this camp in Gerenge. We came back. Everyone was on fire. We couldn't really understand what was going on. I remember that we went for that camp and uh, Bobby Serunjoji had written this beautiful song. Lord, I want to be where you are. Dwelling in your presence, Jesus. Lord, I want to be where you are, where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no pain. Lord, I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, Jesus. Lord, I want to be where you are, where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no pain. So I remember that we were at the camp. I think it drizzled. So we were supposed to be like under the trees. Uh, you know, Gerenge, how it is, yeah. all the big trees. And I think it was drizzling. So we were all stuck in that small circular structure. Yeah. And we were there playing. Paolo was playing keys. Someone was playing keyboard on the drums, drums on, the, on keyboard. the keyboard. We had like a loudspeaker in there. Some people singing. And I remember that we had a program, but somehow we started and we started singing that song, and something went on for like three hours. Wow. That couldn't stop. Wow. Just people praying, crying. What? For those who were there and they have a good memory, recall yeah. what happened at that camp. By the time we came back to St. Francis, four o'clock service, 
said. Hey, it's like something radical had happened. Now, unfortunately for us, I don't know whether fortunately, we were not well grounded in scripture. So we didn't have a lot of scripture anchors for our experiences. We just knew this is God. We don't know the rest of it. We don't know where it comes from in the Bible, but this is God. Something is going on here. Yeah. And, and that's how the spiritual momentum that led eventually to the planting of Worship Harvest Church began. Wow. Now, that's the term in school. Remember, this is fifth year. I was in fifth year. I was in my last term. We were doing project work, lots of design, you know, spending the whole time at the faculty. So yeah. that's the term I fasted the whole term as long as it was weekday. I would go to faculty in the morning and work through and have a cook at lunchtime and only go back to my hall of residence to eat dinner. So that, that was the beginnings of, of something. So now I look back and see the grace of God. Yeah. How he has sustained us yeah. spiritually in the midst of so many different things. But I always go back to that time and I keep thinking, what would have happened if I had stayed in that bed? Wow. Mm. Maybe God, God is gracious, he will have given another invitation, but I don't know when. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't predict predicate what God would have done anyway. Yeah. So hindsight is 2020. You just have to thank God that he gave you the grace to respond. When he, when he gave you a little indicator. It was so innocent. It was just my atmosphere for his highest uh, devotional. I'd never read it, had about it. Like, okay, let's try this. Oswald Chambers, and then everything happened. Yeah. So, yeah, praying. Yeah. Your turn to share your <laughs> reflections. What are you thinking as you hear this? Um, what, what I'm thinking is, is, is right where you ended, the fact that um, God gave you an invitation. I remember, um, I think it was Christmas when you shared about the, the excellence of grace. The fact that God is inviting us, even now as a movement, yeah. even through this season, God is inviting us. God is inviting you and I every morning, inviting us, creating opportunities for us to have those encounters. Um, I, I, as you were speaking about the three-hour session you had in Gerenge, I remembered what happened this morning during the flow prayer meeting. How you came with a different scripture, then you remembered, um, I think it was Psalm 65. And then we just, we, we started singing and on and on and on. We went for three hours. And in my mind, I'm thinking, those are opportunities. God is inviting us as a yeah, people. God yeah. is, is trying to set us up so we can have those encounters that are going to... Because then you didn't know. You didn't know what will happen, worship harvest. You didn't know all these sons and daughters, the generation that God has um, called you to. You didn't know all that. You were just responding to to the Holy Spirit's leading at that time. So I'm just thinking about all these opportunities we have to just respond to God, to show up for 6 a.m. prayer during season 21, mm -hmm. 
to show up for physical garage, to be present for the MC meetings, to just come for floor prayer and pray. I'm reminded of Pastor Jose's um, testimony of him showing up in this building at, I think, 2 a.m. to pray, just that, 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 the urge to show up and pray at that time. And so I'm just thinking that we shouldn't take those invitations lightly, especially in this season. Because as we are embracing revival, it starts with God, by His grace, inviting us mm. to just experience and have encounters with Him. And the second thing you said that it, it wasn't just one time of risk, like you, it wasn't just one encounter that has sustained no, all no, this no. well. No. They've been series and series of them. Just that encounter started and lit a fire. So for us to know that it's not going to end in season 21. Opportunities are coming. Season 21 is just getting us started into a lifestyle of what God wants us to do, of constantly responding to him and responding to his goodness. That is what is running through my mind. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, not everyone needs to have a dramatic encounter yeah. to be used of God. Mm -hmm. But everyone must respond. Yes. Some people's salvation is sudden, other people's salvation is gradual, gradual, but either way you must respond. Yeah. Some people's calling is dramatic. Most people's calling is not dramatic. Not dramatic. Most. Mm. In fact, if you're waiting for the day of drama, <laughs> you may find yourself in heaven and wondering why it never came. Yeah. So the idea is, the invitation is always open. Yeah. God is always inviting us I don't think that that one incident is what has led to everything I see. It's yeah. been a series of responses over the years. Yeah. When God led Jeke to us with the discipleship evangelism, evangelism caused by Andrew Woman, that required a response of faith. Yeah. That required a yes yeah. and us being present for a whole year every Tuesday, every Tuesday and doing those answer sheets, filling them in. And our lives were dramatically, permanently changed. Yeah. Yeah. When we needed to be baptized, we needed to go to the lake and be baptized, even the pastors inclusive. So you couldn't say, <laughs> wait a minute, uh, me, me, what? No. Yeah. It's been a series, a series of responses. Of, yes. When God sent to us Tim Lindsay and Rebecca Lindsay to yeah. teach us about um, mission communities and building a discipling culture, we had to respond and say yes. Say That's yes. why we have MCs today. Yeah. You see, if you are a person who doesn't understand the journey and yeah. you keep referring to the last revelation you had as the one, you're going to miss the fact that God builds on... I'm, I'm, re I'm reading Genesis now. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see the journey that Abraham has with God. Yeah. Different stages. So like in Genesis 12, God comes and says, okay, Abraham, here is the end from the beginning. Now let's go. No. Yeah. It's one thing at a time. He goes to Egypt... Yeah. lies about lies his about wife, nearly wife. loses his wife, mm. comes out with uh, lots of wealth. Lots of wealth. He has the lot incident. Him and lot, uh, lots of things. Then they split uh, him and lot, lots, <laughs> lots of, of things. <laughs> they split and then God says, now lift up your eyes and look. That, that's something else. That, that's uh, in, in the journey. Uh, I think that's chapter 13. Chapter 14, Lot is captured. 
he has he goes through the test of having to rescue him yeah and and then he meets melchizedek another invitation of salem yeah another invitation. yeah and then he gives him a tithe of all so it's building on the god is working with this man giving him one experience after, after another uh you know then god then, then the lord appeared to abraham yeah. and told him about what what you know then it's like eliezer shall eliezer be my my my, my heir yeah and god says no it's 15. i will give you your own son, son yeah hey then enter ishmael <laughs> <laughs> my goodness yeah. so the ishmael incident is over uh and then uh, is and that the when he tells him walk before me and be yes walk before me and be blameless yeah that's chapter that's 17. chapter 17 yeah yes. chapter 17 be blameless mm -hmm. it's like now he's cutting off and he commands everyone to be circumcised including yeah. ishmael yeah yeah that's chapter 17 is like okay now i've worked with you i'm about to perform it chapter 18 the three men appear that's when they appear yeah, yeah. chapter 19 sarah gives birth mm -hmm. uh, uh, no 19 no, is sodom. sodom and then 20. so so it's it's a series then later on you think oh phew, it's over then they say, now i want isaac, isaac. sacrifice, sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, can't this journey end somewhere yeah wow so don't miss god mm. by being hard-hearted Mm. hardness of heart jesus yeah. taught about it among his disciples so how do we deal with this by being mm -hmm. prayerful Prayful. people because god has new instructions, instructions. and those new instructions are to take you to the next, the next level, level closer to the thing that he wants to do yeah. i'm one of those who believe that what we have seen of worship harvest currently is nothing compared to what, to what god actually wants to do mm. so we have to keep pursuing leaning in. leaning in amen amen hey hey bible says in colossians 4 2 to 4 continue earnestly in prayer being Be vigilant, vigilant in, in it, it with thanksgiving. thanksgiving ah yeah 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 continue earnestly in, in prayer, prayer. You see, the word continue means you have already been doing it. Yeah. Now, some people, this verse doesn't actually apply because they need to start. <laughs> start. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is not to continue. Yours is to start. We need to start. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer is your power source. Yeah. There is no level of spiritual maturity that gets you to outgrow prayer. Yeah. In fact, when you're praying less because you think you are now a demagogue in the spirit, you are moving in reverse and you don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. And before you know it, small, small demons that used to fear you will start talking back. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. You can be there and demons that used to flee at a distance, now they wait for you to arrive and say, we will not go until you touch us. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's a temptation in ministry when you grow and you see some people, a couple of buildings and what, to think that think now that you are at a certain right. level. Mm. You stop taking prayer seriously. You lose your desperacy for God. 
Yeah. I've seen it happen to a lot of people. People who who re, and here's why why it's so deceptive. That's why for me, I respect gifts, but I, I don't fall for gifting. For me, my measure is presence of God, not gifting. You know, when you're gifted, if you're gifted with healing, it doesn't matter whether there is a presence or not. You, you'll yeah, always heal. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And so that's why gifted people are deceived more than non-gifted gifted people. people. Because they, th- they see the gift working and they think that God is still healing. with me. Yeah. No, it's just because you're anointed. That's it. You're gifted. You're mm. gifted prophet. Gifted prophet. You're gifted, gifted teacher. Teacher. You're gifted healer. You're gifted whatever. Don't make assumptions. Mm. <laughs> no. You have to always analyze yeah. the presence levels. Yeah. That's what shows you where you are. Yeah. Presence levels, not gifting. Because the gifts of God are without Without repentance. repentance. When he gives it to you, it remains with you. Yeah. Yeah. There are people who are so gifted, they are still performing miracles, but God is not really, really with them. Wow. So, continue honestly. (laughs) In prayer. Being vigilant. Yeah. Because there is a temptation to not continue. Mm. There is a temptation to lack diligence and vigilance. Yeah. A, yeah this is Mose. Who? Okay. Mose who? Yeah, before you know it, the demons will be saying, Paul, we know. Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. <laughs> who are you? But you. Well, nakedness just. <laughs> Ephesians 6, 1820 says, Praying always, always with, with all, all prayer. prayer. Uh-huh. Read it for us. Ephesians 6, 18. 18. Praying always with all prayer and mm. supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Yeah. Praying always, always. with all prayer. Uh-huh. And supplication in the spirit. In the spirit. And what does it say? Being, Being watchful, watchful to this, to this end. It's, it's nothing, there's no casualness about it. Being watchful. Mm-hmm. Have you ever moved around with a lot of money in your like laptop bag? Uh, yes. Then what I thought was a lot of money. How much? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I walked around with a million shillings. That was mine, mine, when I was on campus. It wasn't too short, it was a yeah. lot. Yeah. I called my friends, my closest friends, were seated in a taxi. One sat on this side, <laughs> one sat on this side. <laughs> That's what we call being watchful. Yes. Yeah, too many thieves. Yeah, they are like the the two disciples who wanted one to sit on the right and one on the on the left of Jesus. One ma, one ma. Papa Preso, you are not simple. Then, then. Yeah. Hmm. Being watchful. Wow. 
Closest friend to the left, closest friend to the right. Like, guys, all these people in front are thieves. The people behind are thieves. The driver is a thief. The conductor is a thief. You don't have an record on them, but you have already decided, decided they are thieves. They are thieves. <laughs> so that's how we have to treat prayer. That's how we treat prayer. Yeah. You bring a friend here, you bring a friend here, and they be like, right now, let's, yeah, we are going let's to do it. I like Mark 1.15 so much. What, what I like about Mark 1.15, it's a very instructive, no, 1.35. It's an instructive process-based I like the process. Hmm. Mm. What does it start with? Like so you can preach a whole sermon out of this verse. Now, uh-huh. in the morning. Uh, yeah. So the first thing it is in the morning. Yeah. And everyone, here is what's beautiful. Hmm. Every single human being has a morning, morning every day. Every day. What a show. Yeah. You'll never wake up any day and you don't have a morning. You wake up and it's evening. Yeah. 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 You have a morning. In other words, opportunity. Yeah. Invitation. Now, remember the thing I told you about, it's encounter plus process. This yeah. same Jesus had already had an encounter yeah. at, the, uh, at the what? At the baptism. At the, the baptism Jordan. at the Jordan. Now, he didn't go around waving the encounter in everyone's face. How? Yeah. Like a bird. Had the voice. Bring the sick. Heal what? No. Because some people end at a counter. The last yeah. time they fell in church when someone touched them. That's the that's day they, they, they no longer pray. They don't read the Bible. They're mm. like, oh, you, did you see me the way I fell? <laughs> Give us a break. Yeah. <laughs> The encounter is followed by discipline. Mm. Discipline mm. must follow encounter. Yeah. So this same Jesus what had an encounter yeah. at the Jordan and then went and had 40, 40 days, days and 40 nights in the wilderness is still, still waking up waking. early morning. You, you've never been to the Jordan. You've never had the Holy Spirit come upon you like you've a bird. Never you've never fasted 40, 40 days and 40, 40 nights. nights. You've never been to the wilderness, but you don't wake up to pray. But you want to do the things Jesus did. Yeah, moreover, you want to greater works. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mama, let's continue. <laughs> Mercy, yeah, it's a process-based scripture. Now in, in the, the morning. morning. Point two. What do you do with the morning? Having risen uh-huh. a long while before daylight. That's point two. Having, Having risen. risen. Yeah. In the bed, you are not risen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know there is a difference between waking up and rising, and rising. up? Yeah. Mm. 
Waking up is you are awake. You are, awake. You are not Eyes sleeping. Yeah. Rising, Rising up involves getting, getting out up. of the bed. Yeah. Mm. Oh. You can be awake and you don't go to school. Mm. To go to school, it's not enough to wake up. You, you must rise, rise up. up. Yeah. So it doesn't say in the morning having woken, woken up. up. Hey. Ish. Yeah. If you know that your neighbor is the waking up type who stays in the bed, help me check them there in the mission or community meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say in the morning having woken up. Mm. A long while before daylight, so that he listens to the audio Bible in the bed. <laughs> so that he attends the Zoom call. The Zoom call. No, okay. there is a difference between waking up and, and rising. rising up. In Jesus' case, it is having risen. risen. Yeah. Mm. Now that's part two. two. Yeah. Part one was in the morning. In the morning. Part two. Having risen. But what is part three? A long while before daylight. Yeah, it, it indicates the time. Time. Yeah. 7 a.m. is not a long while before daylight. 6 a.m. is not a long while before daylight. Even 5 a.m. is not a long while before daylight. But we yeah. will yeah, leave it to interpretation. Let's continue. <laughs> he went uh, out. What's the next thing? Went out. out. Now, there is a difference between out and in. Eh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you yeah. do? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you can pitch a whole series on this, <laughs> on this part. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Out. Out. Yeah. You don't rise and stay in. in. No. Out. He went out. out. That means there is a door he walked through. Yes. Yeah. If when you walk, you're still in the same room, you haven't you got out, out of it. Hey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what did he do? He went out. Yeah. He didn't go in. He didn't stay. He went out. It's a process-based scripture. Maybe oh. we should preach it one of these days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Morning. Reason, Reason long while before the light went out. out. It's kinetic. Yeah, it's mm. not potential. There is velocity. Velocity, yeah. Yeah. Displacement. Mm. He didn't go out in spirit. <laughs> His body, the legs, the hands, the chest, the head, the bum, all like went all out. Yeah. Move. <laughs> oh, hey. you practice these things and then you'll see. Yeah, <laughs> he went out. out. Uh huh. And then what and happened? And departed to a solitary place. Yeah, he we went out and departed to, to a solitary place. place. Yeah, the prayer meeting you attend is not a solitary place. There is a completely different scriptures that deal with the prayer meeting you attend. This is pa solitary. solitary. There is a place. Mm. 
Oh wow. And when he got there, what did he do? There, he prayed. Yeah. The he whole process is to lead us to that <laughs> last word. Pray. Wow. Go and do likewise. Instruction received. Yeah. This is process mm. based. It's not complicated. In the morning, reason. Long, long while before, before daylight, daylight because you can say morning is anywhere between midnight and 11.59am so <laughs> they select for you which part of the morning, the morning. it's the one which is a long, long while, while before, before daylight, daylight. Uh -huh. what, what next? he went, went out. out so there must be a, a, a door you, you need uh, to walk through a door mm, from one space to another, another place and when he went out he departed, departed to a place called a solitary place and while there he didn't reach there to read what's up there he prayed yeah that's a sixth point wow yeah please make wow. the invitation these people are ready to get saved yeah indeed <laughs> what shall we do <laughs> what shall we do wow yeah awesome. That's powerful. Super, super powerful. Can we appreciate Apostle? That, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's super powerful. And I know you're watching us and, and we've been talking about invitations and I know God, God is inviting you. Even as the rest of us just pray in tongues in your mission or community, wherever you're at right now, in the room, if you could just join us and pray in tongues right now. I know God is inviting you. God is extending grace to you. God is giving you an opportunity of a lifetime. An opportunity to, to receive his love, to receive his life, to receive his grace. He's, he's giving you an opportunity to be his child, to get born again. And that is going to start you on a series a series of invitations and encounters with him and so if you're out there and you have not yet made the decision to receive christ as your lord and savior yeah. this is your opportunity you're watching us you join an mc meeting someone shared the link with you we would like to invite you right now to say yes to jesus to say yes to a life of significance to say yes to god and he's inviting you right now. And if you're out, don't push it any further. Don't push it any further. Today is the day of your salvation. Today, not tomorrow. Not any other time. Today, now. Now is the time for you to receive Jesus. And so if you're out there, I would like you to just lift up your hand wherever you are in the taxi, in that MC meeting, in the room. Maybe you're alone like Apostle was in that room. I'd like you to lift up your hand right now and just say, Lord, I receive you today. Say these words after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. Today I declare that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe that you are raised from the dead. I believe that you are the Son of God. And Lord, today I declare that I am born again. Take my life 
and do something significant with it. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I declare that I am born again today. In Jesus' name. And if you say that prayer, we celebrate with you. We celebrate with you. You are a child of God right now. You are born again. And would like to invite you to just send us a message on 775 642449 0775642449 would like to walk this journey with you would like to plug you into a mission or community so we can help you make sense and walk this journey of salvation with Jesus amen amen, amen. hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus let me see if I remember some of the lyrics of the tune one thing I ask of the Lord That will I seek That I may dwell in the house of the Lord All the days of my life To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord And to seek Him in His temple for in the day of trouble, He will keep me safe in His dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of His tabernacle and set my feet upon the rock. Then my head will be exalted above my enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music. I will sing and make music. Everybody sing, Lord, I want to. Lord, I want to be where you are. Dwelling in your presence, Jesus. Lord, I want to be where you are. Where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no pain. Lord, I want to be where you are. Dwelling in your presence, Jesus. Lord, I want to be where you are. Where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no pain. So, Father, we thank you for your yes, manifested presence. Thank you that you are inviting us yes. into encounters in your presence, into the secret place, into the solitary place, to rise up a long while before daylight, to go out, to depart, to a solitary place, to pray. That's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. That's where we want to be. We bless you. We bless you. We thank you. Thank you for everyone watching. Thank you that you're drawing us. Thank you for the grace to pray that you are availing it now. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for encounters. Thank you for angelic visits. Thank you for encounters with Jesus. Thank you for vision. Thank you for experiences. Thank you for everything that we are going to start experiencing for prophetic words, for incredible miracles, signs, and wonders as we encounter you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, and God. friends, 
Maybe you have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit before with speaking in tongues. If that's your situation, just receive it. Just receive it. Just open your mouth and start speaking. Just start speaking in tongues. Receive that, receive that, receive that. And if you need healing in every any part of your body or in your emotions or in your heart, receive it. Just put your hand wherever the pain is, wherever the sickness is, and receive your healing. God is there with you. God is healing you. God is doing the speedy work of restoration. God is restoring your mind, someone. is restoring your mind. We rebuke depression in the name of Jesus. We rebuke... Uh, uh, that thing which is causing you to lose your mind you will not lose your mind you recover the full usage of your brain and your mind for the rest of your life no 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 forgetfulness nothing like that thank you lord some people you're receiving the bible declares that he by the, the spirit gives life to our motor bodies through him so now you are receiving refreshing to your motor body to your motor body yes you don't have to grow old and age quickly no 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 don't even play with that don't even play with that the bible declares that he renews your youth like the eagles yeah so even in your old age you will be youthful yes so we bless you god for that thank you lord oh we bless you we bless you Lord, I want to be where you are, where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no. Lord, I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, Jesus. Lord, I want to be where you are, where there will be no weeping, no crying, no sorrow, no, no pain. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now you're going to give, right? Yes. Yeah. Every time we come in the presence of the Lord, we give. We don't come empty-handed because we are kings and priests coming to meet yeah. the king of kings. Amen. So Amen. I know you want to give. Just use the numbers on your screen. The numbers are 0778-618-418 and 758 Six one eight four one eight. I'll repeat that. Zero seven seven eight six one eight four one eight. Zero seven five eight six one eight four one eight. Yeah, for your MTN Momo Pay, it is one four eight seven two two. And Airtel Pay is one one six zero zero three two. If you want to give online, worshipharvest.org forward slash give. Yeah. If you want to join a mission community, if you made up your mind to follow Jesus today, the number to call, the number to text is 0775 642449. Let us know you made the decision. If you have a testimony, that's the number to text 0776 642449. If you experienced God in a different way today, please text that number. We want to know about it. And uh, yeah. Or text your location, Pastor. Let us know how God is working in you. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. It's now time to go to your mission or committee meeting. I know you're meeting over some 
breaking the fast over some tea and some chindazi and some cassava and mm. some fish and some shabwe and some pork and some fene and some watermelon and some chipari and some chicken and some chips chips chipari chili sauce uh, God bless you. See you next Wednesday, 5 30 for prayer, and then 6 o'clock MC Live. Amen. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.